of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. 35 minutes after the hour of 10 a.m. on 91.3, broadcasting to you on 95.8 at the beautiful mountains of the Poland. And if you're listening to us over the lands and across the beautiful seas, it's on vocfm.co.za. Click on Listen Live and uh, you can hear us wherever you are. Where there's internet, of course. All right, so in studio, alhamdulillah, now we can welcome Sheikh Qasim Gabrams. Assalamu alaikum to you, Sheikh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and our respected listeners. Jazakallah, Sheikh Qasim, for joining us this morning and affording us, I know, on a Friday morning, it's a bit difficult for the shuyukh to... Uh, <laughs> To break off from you know the preparations for Fridays, no. but mashallah, shukran so much uh, for Sheikh's time. My pleasure, honor. Alhamdulillah. So Sheikh, today, inshallah, we will be hearing advice and asikas on the importance of shura consultation. Mashallah, Sheikh. Inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. As-salatu was-salamu ala ashrafil musalin. Sayyidina wa nabiyina wa maulana Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yasil li amri wa hlul uqadatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Allahumma la takilni ila nafsi tarfatainin wa la akalla min dalik. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Uh, respected listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, we firstly we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us to be of the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the greatest ni'mah that we have all received and we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to witness another day of Jumu'ah where our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that the best day the sun will rise on is the day of Jumu'ah. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all his favors that he has bestowed upon us and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to continue to bestow upon us the favor of guidance and keep us upon upon guidance until we leave this dunya Amin ya Rabbil Alameen That's why our ulama they say وَمِمَّا زَادَنِي فَخْرًا وَتِيهَا وَكِدْتُ بِأَخْمَصِي أَتَعُ الثُرَيَّ And that which increases me in honor and pride and allows me to reach the highest of levels تُخُولِي تَحْتَ قَوْلِكَ يَا عِبَادِي وَأَنْ صَيَّرْتَ لِي أَحْمَدَ نَبِيَّ My entry into your address ya Allah when you call us your slaves and that you have sent Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to us as a messenger. My beloved brothers and sisters and respected listeners, this deen of Islam, or min khasa'isiha, min khasa'isiha di sharia, annaha rabbaniyatul mastar, that its source is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Its source is completely divine. This entire religion, whether it be the book of Allah, the Quran, whether it be the pure Sunnah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Its source is Allah So whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala advises us within his deen It is in our own interest Whatever our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Has advised us within this deen It is in our own interest Alhamdulillah So Islam has established uh, the Muslim community upon strong steady foundations and this is why Islam uh, this divine religion has attached such importance to Shura Shura meaning consultation meaning seeking counsel seeking advice uh, deliberation discussion in the Shura here Islami Mutakamil 
This is why Shura is part of a complete Islamic system, a complete Islamic structure, a Islamic methodology, the correct method, the system of this Ummah, if this Ummah seeks goodness, if this Ummah seeks reform, if this Ummah seeks success. And this is what we need in this time. This is what is required for this Ummah in this time of difficulty and fitna and fasad. So Shura is important in the life of each and every Muslim. The one who ponders and thinks about the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the hadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that we will mention, uh, he will understand the importance of the Shura. Now I request from you my beloved brothers and sisters and respected listeners, Please listen with your hearts to the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Listen with, listen with your hearts to the ahadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. MashaAllah, Sheikh, uh, to interrupt there. We just uh, need to go and pay the bills. When we get back, Sheikh uh, Qasim Gabriels then continues on the importance of shura, inshaAllah. <laughs> On the voice of the Cape. This week's specials at Fruit and Veg Access Park by Red, White or Black Grape Punnets, 500 Rand, but only 90.99 each. Tommy Atkins Mangoes, 3 for 25 Rand. One large watermelon for 39 Rand each. Buy Peach, Plum and Nectarine Punnets, 2 for only 25 Rand. These prices are valid until Sunday, the 2nd of January 2018. Fruit and Veg City, Access Park, Kenilworth, your food lovers market and the heart of good food. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back. A very good morning. And uh, mashallah, Sheikh Qasim Gabriels is in studio rendering a nasiha, beautiful nasiha, words of advice on consultation. Mashallah, Sheikh, please go ahead. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Respected listeners and beloved brothers and sisters, uh, before the break, we were speaking about the importance of shura in the life of each and every Muslim. And we said that if we think about and we ponder about the ayat and the hadith, uh, based on shura or that advises us with shura, we will realize the importance of shura. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered his Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to consult with his companions in all matters. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ And from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they have lent they have leaned towards you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They have flocked around you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فَضًّا غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ لَنْفَضُّ مِنْ حَوْلِكَ And if you were hard-hearted, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they would have left you. They would have turned away from you, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we notice in this verse that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders us our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be kind-hearted, to care for his companions, to show care towards his companions, and this is how we should be to the people around us. Then Allah says, فَعْفُعَنْهُمْ So, pardon them and forgive them. وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لَهُمْ And seek forgiveness for them. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam of his concern for his ummah 
that our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam always sought the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa taala for his ummah. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam would make dua in every salah that Allah subhanahu wa taala forgives the sins of the ummah, the previous sins, the coming sins that which they have done in open and that which they have done in public. For his ummah Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Then Allah says وَشَاوِرْهُمْ فِي الْأَمْرِ And consult with them in your matters So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam To consult with his companions in matters of importance Then Allah says فَإِذَا عَزَمْتَ فَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ And once you have made your decision Then put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So what comes first? We see that that consult and seeking counsel and seeking advice and deliberation and discussion it comes before making your decision so first seek the counsel of those people around you and then once you have made your decision you put your trust in Allah in Allah Allah loves those who place their trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says وَالَّذِينَ اسْتَجَابُوا لِرَبِّهِمْ وَأَقَامُوا الصَّلَىٰ وَأَمْرُهُمْ شُورَ بَيْنَهُمْ وَمِمَّا رَزَقَنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ Allah says, and those who have answered the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who upon the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and those who have established salah, وَأَمْرُهُمْ شُورَ بَيْنَهُمْ Their matters are with shura between them, with consultation between them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions shura here in this particular ayah, between the greatest of ibadat, between that of salah, between وَمِمَّا رَزَقَنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ that of zakah and sadaqah, which proves in fact that the, firstly the importance of shura, and more importantly even that shura in itself is an ibadah. It is worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders us with salah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders us with zakah so too Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders us with shura in his book, in his Quran. My beloved brothers and sisters, so if a person does not see the importance of shura, if a person does not uh, want to take advice and counsel from others, it can be only for one of two reasons. Firstly, that he doesn't really worry about the matter of his deen. It doesn't, it's not really important to him. Those people around him, their opinions are not really important to him and he just does as he pleases. Or that he is a person with kibr, is a person with such pride and boastfulness that he does not even want to take advice from those around him. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the best of creation, the one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven his previous sins and his coming sins, he always took advice from his companions. That's why Abu Huraira, he says, قَالَ أَبُوْ هُرَيْرَ لَمْ يَكُنْ أَحَدٌ 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 أكثر استشارة من النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مع أصحابه. There was no one that would consult more with his companions than the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم he consulted with those companions around him. Was consulted with the خلفاء الراشدين with Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Sayyidina Ali رضي الله عنهم جميعا. And this is the same. 
sunnah that they adopted. Umar ibn al-Khattab, he would consult with those people around him. Ibn Abbas, he would consult with fiqh matters and matters of knowledge of this deen with those people around him. Because our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam had given them the example of following the, the, the example of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam with seeking counsel and advice from others. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam made it a cause of success and safeguarding one from failure. This is why our companions of the Prophet ﷺ, they followed this example because Abu Lavid Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, مَا خَابَ مَنِ اسْتَخَارَ وَلَا نَدِمَ مَنِ اسْتَشَارَ The person, the one who uh, makes istikhara, who seeks the counsel of Allah and the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will never fail. And the one who seeks the counsel of those people around him, he will never regret his actions. So that those two things is a recipe for success in our matters of this life. When we have decisions, important decisions to make, when we have important matters that face us in our lives, firstly, make istikhara. Turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will not be disappointed and you will not fail. And seek the counsel of those people around you seek the counsel of those people who are able to assist you and those people who are able to advise you Mashallah, Sheikh, uh, uh, what a beautiful uh, description uh, Sheikh had painted now of the that one that um, you know follows in the path of uh, you know accepting consultation and then for us also to identify those characters of an individual that doesn't we'll continue with that uh, description and more nasiha on consultation just after this stay with us friday nasiha on the voice of the cape Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to our Friday Nasiha on this beautiful Yom al Jama'ah, the 16th day of Rabbil Ahir uh, on our Islamic calendar 1439. I'm Khawa Solomon, be with you right up until uh, we cross over, inshallah, to the Burhanul Masjid where we will be doing a live Jama'ah broadcast today. So, Alhamdulillah, Friday Nasiha topic is on seeking advice, consulting, speaking to others. Um, and we have Sheikh Qasim Gabriel's in studio with us. Sheikh is also the resident imam at the Haidafal Masjid. MashaAllah, Sheikh Shukran once again for being with us and please to continue. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa nwala. Respected listeners, beloved brothers and sisters, we were mentioning before the break that our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made, made a shura and consultation a cause of success and safeguarding from failure. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, مَا خَابَ مَنِ اسْتَخَارَ وَلَا نَدِمَ مَنِ اسْتَشَارَ He will not fail the one who makes istikhara, who seeks counsel from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he will not regret his actions, the one who seeks counsel. Shura, in fact, is uh, not only a matter for or only important for the general matters of the Muslim Ummah at large. But it is also uh, important for each and every individual and each and every believer in his own capacity, in all conditions, in all situations. Uh, 
If you look at the sunnah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam seeked advice and shura in the most difficult of situations. Which will show and which will indicate that any other situation lesser than that one should seek advice and seek counsel. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the battle of Badr, um, one of the most or the most important battle that changed the history of Islam. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when him and his companions, when they settled on the battlefield, and they were at they had strategically chosen their position al-hubab ibn al-mundir he came to the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he said ya rasulullah this particular strategic positioning have you chosen it because of ra'yun ra'aytahu a a a personal choice from yourself or or is it law from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is it an order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied he said it is my own personal view my own personal decision that I have made to position the army the, the companion of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-hubab bin al-mundil he approached the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with the highest level of adab with the highest level of respect and dignity and honor, he came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and said, Ya Rasulullah, why don't we take a different position? Mm-hmm. We must remember firstly that the Sahaba, they would never disobey the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Whatever our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had ordered them most, they would say, Sami'na wa ata'na. We have heard and we will, we are obedient to you, Ya Rasulullah. He then said, Ya Rasulullah, why don't we take the position where we have the water wells of Badr behind us mm. or one particular water well of Badr behind us and we close up the rest of the water wells preventing our, um- our enemy and tri- depriving our enemy from water mm-hmm. so they will now be weakened in battle they would now suffer from a lack of water they would po- possibly become dehydrated and this would weaken them in the battle and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then agreed and our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went with the view, went with the, with the consultation and went with the advice of Al-Hubab ibn al-Mundir. And the result of this was that our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his companions, they experienced one of the greatest victories in Islam. A victory that would change the position of the Muslim Ummah, which will now strengthen the military might, it will give them financial power, it would cause them now to be in a position where they are in power over the Mushrikeen. And this was partly because our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam took advice from his companions. Yawmul Khandaq, the, the the day of the battle of the trenches, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took the advice of Salman al-Farisi who told Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, in our days of Jahiliyyah, we used to build, he, he was from Persia, we used to build a trench around us so that our enemies would not be able to reach us. Mm. And he, he, he uh, and he took the advice, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took the advice and ordered the companions and he himself 
dug a trench to the north of Medina, preventing the enemy from reaching them, and this also partly the reason that they were successful and they were victorious in this battle. So importantly, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he sought consultation with his companions in important matters. And our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam advised us with seeking consultation in each and every matter of our life. Whether it be a small matter, whether it be a big matter, whether it be something that we might think is uh, not as important and we do not need to seek counsel with it, mm-hmm. our beloved Nabi Muhammad mm-hmm. ordered us seeking consultation. For example, when a, a marriageable woman is proposed to Hawali, he will consult with her, he will speak to her, he will inform her about the sifat and the akhlaq, mm. the character and the characteristics of her suitor, the one that has proposed to her. He will discuss with her um, the the do's and the don'ts and the, 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 the positive attributes of this particular person. And if there are any negative, discuss it with that person so that she may be on uh, have complete insight before going into this marriage. Mm. So you know many people when, when they, they jump into a marriage and they end up being saddened while they are in that marriage, mm. feeling trapped in that marriage while they did not maybe consult with other people about the person that they are getting married to. And also that she makes a decision by herself. She has to be consulted. That's why our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, لَا تُنْكَحُ الْأَيَّمُ حَتَّى تَسْتَأْمِرَ وَلَا الْبِكْرَ حَتَّى تُسْتَأْذَنَ The woman that has been married before, she is not married except with consultation. So if she, if she was married before and she maybe had a divorce and now she becomes marriageable again, she has to be consulted. You have to come to her and say, Do you, are you interested in this person and so on and so on. And the bigger the, the one that has not been married, the virgin, she, her permission has to be sought. And then our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked by Asha, Ya Rasulullah, will she, will her permission be sought in this private matter? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said yes. And her iznuha simatuha. And her Permission is when she is silent. So, for example, a suitor comes to her, he proposes, and in the in the presence of her father and her and witnesses, she is silent. That is her permission because she becomes shy. Mm-hmm. For example, the mashura to baina al-zawjain, the the consultation and mutual consultation and discussion between husband and wife. Sometimes uh, uh, the husband, as the sultan of the of the house, he feels that he always has to make the decision, and he does not need to consult with his wife. Mm-hmm. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he even took the advice of his wife. Maybe that advice of your wife, they can, if she is sincere and she has the interest of your marriage at heart, there can be barakah and khair in it. It is not always that you have to be the man. 
And it's, I always say, sometimes when we give advice to, to married couples, that uh, the, the, uh, the, the husband will always say, or, or the husband's friends will always ask him, no, no, vidrari broken yes. Who's really making the decisions here? Na? Who is the man in the house? It's not always about that. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, after the first revelation had been revealed to him, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam returned to Khadija and he was in the state of shock and the state of panic. Khadija radiallahu anha, she comforted our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And she, said, and she told him, when he said, I fear for myself, she said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never harm you. You are the one who uh, you, 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 you join your family ties. You see to those who uh, are in need. You honor your guest and so on and so on. Mm. And then she advised our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, why don't we go to my cousin Waraqa ibn Nawfan and we seek his advice. And when, we, and when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Khadija radiallahu anha, when they came to Nawfal. He advised them and he told them, this is the same Namus, this is the same revelation that had been revealed to Nabi Musa uh, before before Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he seek the advice from his wife. You know, when we are married, there are so many important decisions for us to make mm. from the moment we get married. For example, where we are going to stay. Whether we're going to rent a house, whether we're going to buy a house, whatever our financial situation allows. Mm. When we have children, a very important decision, for example, is the name giving of the child. This is something that couples, they deliberate and they argue and family argues, families argue about. Although the responsibility of giving a good name mm. is to the father himself, he has to consult with his wife so she is also happy uh, uh, with a good name that they have chosen mm. for their child, all other matters. For example, when uh, when 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 buying a home, when when moving into a home, buying the furniture, buying whatever it may be, husband and wife has to consult with each other. It is also important that families consult with each other, brothers and sisters, to keep that family tie strong. Mm. Don't make decisions on your own for your mother and your father, for example. If you want to do something good for your mother and your father, involve your brothers and your sisters. This keeps your family ties. Even if that brother and sister may not bring as much to the party as you do, but involve that person so you now joining your family ties. So say for example, you support your family or your father and mother financially. Tell your father and mother that my brother and I, we come together and we support you financially. We help you and we assist you financially. This bringing your brother and your, and your sister, the brothers and the sisters and the siblings together. So it is important that we consult with them any important matter that will affect the family. Fathers with children, speak to your children, speak to them. This was the way of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would open up to his daughter Fatima radiallahu anha. Would speak to his daughter Fatima radiallahu anha. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would consult with them. So when we have this type of relationship with our children, they would feel comfortable with us. Speak to them. 
about the education, about the Islamic education. For example, now, uh, today, the metric results will be released. Speak to your child about the future that they would wa- like to have, what path they would like to tread, what they would like to study in the future, what they would like to do in the future. And have this open type of relationship with your children. Listen to your children. Sometimes your children advise could be good for you. Mm. Sometimes your child sees something that you do not see. Sometimes your child understands something that you do not understand. So open your heart to your child, listen to them. I recently, um, um, with my, my own son, I recently had an experience where he was calling me, Daddy, Daddy, Abi, Abi, Abi. And then when I actually eventually turned my attention to him, he brought something to my attention that was very important and he's only five years old. And then mm. I realized I need to listen to my son when he, when he speaks to me. And this is why we need to adopt that uh, open, open uh, way of dealing with our families and seeking their consultation at all times. <clears throat> I think with that we will take a short break and mashallah, using uh, the Prophet Sallallahu um, uh, personally as an example who consulted, who consulted with his wife, seeking advice from his wife or his wives and then using uh, as well the parent and child relationship as young as five years old, as Sheikh used that, that example. Just listen to them. Yeah, at five years old you you have no idea how important or how differently they see the world. Inshallah. Consultation, Shura, uh, is our discussion for today on Friday Nasiha. We'll have more just after this. Friday Nasiha on The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Very good morning. Uh, we're still in our last uh, few minutes. Time of daily flies when you're having fun and uh, being attentive on the words and, and beautiful nasihas of uh, Sheikh Qasim Gabriel. Sheikh is also uh, the resident imam out at the Haidefelt Masjid. So we say a big shukran for Sheikh for sacrificing uh, this Friday morning. Uh, it is, I know, very difficult to get hold of the shuyuk on a Friday morning. Uh, so much appreciated. Uh, Sheikh touched on, and, and I think w- what we don't always think of is when 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 one consults when the shura that needs to be applied um the manner in in which it should be approached as no, well inshallah inshallah bismillah rahman rahim uh, i think in this segment we will also touch uh, touch on the method of shura the method of consultation and the ma- and the manner in one in which one seeks consultation and one accepts consultation as well so uh, and uh, maybe i will add it into this particular section for example in the workplace when a person uh, is in position of in a position of authority, an employer, a boss, a manager, director, principal, foreman, any person that has been placed in a position of authority over others, he has a responsibility. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep him responsible for his actions or his judgment towards those people below him. Mm-hmm. But it's important that this person is open to the view of others, is open to new ideas, is open to discussion, is open to change, is open to deliberation, is open. And this was the sunnah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be approachable in the first place. And this is my advice for even the father and the mother and the husband and the wife, be approachable. Don't, when you uh, seek advice from the person, you have already made your mind up. 
right? You you come, you approach that person, you say we're going to discuss this matter, but uh, at the end of the day, in the back of your mind, you have it's my way or the highway, right? And when you're done with the with the with the whole story, with the whole matter, you say I did it my way, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's and then the matter is ended just there. So you need to be open to discussion. You need to be open to change. You need to be open to new things. So a person, if you are a father or a mother or a husband or a wife or a person in charge of others in your workplace, be open to discussion. This will also make those people that are working for you or those people that are in contact with you or those people that are uh, interacting with you make them have a sense of belonging. It won't make them feel like robots coming to work every day and just having to do what they are told. For example, implementing an, a new idea of one of your workers or one of your staff members of one of those people working below you, you will see that that person will have a sense of belonging and will be happy in their workplace. They will be able to say, you know, that idea that, that my manager is implementing, that was my idea. Mm. And will feel that they belong to that certain company or that certain uh, uh, institution. So it's important that we are, are open to discussion and we accept the advice of others with, with uh, warm-heartedly and openly. And we don't already before the person already gives us advice, we think, oh, this person, no, 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 no. Whatever is going to come out of his mouth is not going to matter to me mm. and I'm not going to take his advice, no. We first listen to what the person to say, even if you really don't like that person that much. You are working with that person and sometimes that person is in a position where he is able to make a decision and give a suggestion that will be to the benefit of your workplace. Mm. So listen to others. To to the benefit of your marriage, listen to your wife. Be open to consultation. So this is not just for a leader, this is for anybody who who um who will be consulted and will receive advice from others. Be open to others. Importantly also, before we get back to uh, certain other aspects of Mashura, it is important that the Mustashar, the person that is seeking advice, is he is Amin and he is trustworthy. And the person that uh, uh, is asked or is consulted, that he is trustworthy. So if a person comes to you and consults with you on a certain matter, firstly, you give him sound advice. Mm. He comes to you and asks you, my brother, I have, my sister, I have this particular matter. I need your advice. I need to discuss this matter with you. Give them sincere advice, something that would benefit them. Nasiha, advice that will help them. Don't our, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Man ghashana falaysa minna. Whoever deceives another person, he is not from among us. So don't deceive others when they come to you and say, Oh, this is my opportunity now. I'm going to bring this person down. No, oh. give that person sound advice. Secondly, it has to be trustworthy that whatever that person has consulted you with, that is between you and him. Don't immediately when you turn your back, say, go to the next person, what he asked me, he asked me this and this and this is what I advised him. Or say the person you advise the person. The person is successful in what he has done. He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted success, mashallah. Mm. And whatever venture he had 
consulted you on uh, Allah grants him success in that particular venture and he flourishes. Mm. Then you go around and say, as dear my advice, it's through my advice that he has been successful. Mm-hmm. As through what I had told him that he has been successful. No, you have to be trustworthy. You have to be uh, keep that to yourself and advise that person for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Sometimes we see that person going, uh, maybe the advice that you have given had pushed him beyond you, and now you maybe feel that he had, he had taken something from you. Now, Allah mm. subhanahu wa ta'ala had ordained this for that person, and your advice had helped this person wish, have good wishes on this person, and make dua for this person. And this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you likewise for that particular advice that you have given that person. Mm. That's why our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us, Adal ala al-khayri kafa'ilihi. The one who indicates to good, who advises with good, is like the one who had done that actual action. So when you advise that person, do this and do that, I advise you with this, and that person takes your advice, then it is important that you uh, you uh, be trustworthy and you keep that level of trust between you and that person. MashaAllah, uh, Sheikh, uh, understanding the privacy of that uh, consultation as well, as Sheikh reiterated, um, and then looking at uh, you being just the gutter, you, you just the messenger that Allah has given you um, that message to pass over to that one. Yeah, MashaAllah. Jazakallah, we are just still chatting about seeking advice, the nature of it, um, the manner of it. Um, mashura is uh, Friday Nasiha for today. But we'll quickly pay the bills more after the short break. Friday Nasiha on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back. Our last few minutes on our Friday Nasiha show. MashaAllah. Shukran so much for everybody that has joined us, that, that is joining us, whether you are at your home. Um, remember, we are highly portable, so take us wherever you go. Now, Sheikh, we had received Sheikh Qasim Gabriel's in studio with us um, performing today's Nasiha on Mashura consultation. Um, we had had some questions around um, explaining the position of couples today. One have ladies and boys nights that cause its friction. Um, married couples are chatting with strangers. I think for me, this brings up the the aspect of discussing this issue. Mm. But I'm now not happy with my wife's answer or my husband's answer. I'm going to go to a no. sheikh and I'm not happy with that sheikh's answer or this person and that one. It, is that really mashura? Is that consultation when no. moving from one to the other for advice? No. Uh, so we can just uh, touch on uh, the, the particular question that has been asked about uh, husbands having boys' night and women having ladies' night. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think personally, and this was the, the sunnah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is that uh, he would prefer to spend time with his wife. So uh, although the technically the boys' night and the girls' night, if it is done in a correct manner, that is conforming with the sunnah and the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there would not really be a problem with it. But when it is done extensively and when the things that are done at this particular gatherings are that which displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the husband has to approach the wife. And the wife has to approach the husband and they have to make mashura on this matter and discuss this matter. Mm. If, if, it, it, if, they are, if, they, if this is what is, uh, the question is, then definitely they must discuss this matter. And if it 
it is causing friction in the marriage and causing uh, the husband or the wife to do things that that uh, would split or, or cause any friction in the marriage or displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then it will be better for them to uh, uh, leave this type of gatherings and not attend this type of gathering mm-hmm. and also uh, like we have alluded to and sister Hawa has mentioned that uh, when you um, seek this mashura and when you seek advice like I mentioned earlier you need to be open you need to try and listen to the advice of a person uh, uh, with an open heart and with uh, uh, an intention to change you cannot come and receive advice and you already made up your mind and you're trying to go from one person to the next person to find advice that is that suits you especially when it comes to the matters of the sharia mm. for example a person when he when he when he seeks advice he goes to an alim and alim gives an advice to the best of his ability and that particular ruling is not he's not satisfied with and he mm. goes to the next alim and he goes to the next alim they, they, they have a beautiful uh, term for it they call it fatwa shopping oh, right? okay. you go from the one to the next to the next Nicely, to the yes. until until you now eventually find what mm. suits you and then you you then only uh, implement what suits you mm. and this is completely unacceptable this sharia of us like i've mentioned right in the beginning it is rabbaniyatul mastar its source is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rahimahumullah they whenever they also uh, fall into this realm of mashura they always discuss things they are always mashura is needed for example when the ulama when they discuss things of uh, nawazil of new matters that we are faced with that might not have been present in the time of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam our ulama they come together they discuss these matters and then they come to a ruling discuss these matters and they with the knowledge of the sharia and the principles of the sharia and sound principles that they have used to extract rulings from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the sunnah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then making a fatwa or giving a fatwa based on that and based on mashura between them so even our ulama they make mashura between them and although there are different views for different matters Mm -hmm. they have been discussion and deliberation and there is room for in the sharia for that difference of opinion so even our ulama they discuss the fatawa and the different matters that they are faced with in this ummah so a person when he comes to seek a, a advice from an alim he has to be open to that advice and must remember most of the time if it is an alim rabbani a alim that is conscious of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you will give them advice based on the Quran and the Sunnah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and if this is the case then he has to accept that advice because that advice ultimately comes from Allah and from our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this is how we accept that advice and we we go for mashura and go for consultation so my beloved brothers and sisters this consultation and this mashura it 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 affects each and every aspect of our life. Mm. One thing I would like to just touch on is that uh, mashura in our masajid and our buyutullah, in the in the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is important that the imamat and the committee of a masjid, that they firstly have mashura, that they discuss matters that mm. will 
uh, importantly that will affect the masjid or that will drastically affect the masjid. So, so sometimes we find the imamat uh, is on an island and the committee is on an island and they do not have discussions about important matters mm. that will affect the community and it will fi- affect the masjid. And we find then that people are uh, uh, people have miscommunications and misunderstandings and sometimes it even gets ugly where people do not act in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in an appropriate manner. So it is important that they have mashura, discuss things, have, be open to each other, have a, a mashura in a manner that is befitting for the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then once the imamat and the committee have had mashura that they involve the community at large as well in having this consultation and speaking to them and listening to the needs of the community, having this mashura will then bring barakah in, 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 into the community, including everybody in your discussions and everybody in your decisions that you are making for the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very, very important. So my beloved brothers and sisters mashura it is the sunnah of our beloved nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam it brings love between brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and uh, uh, husbands and wives it makes them feel included in that particular relationship mm. you know uh, having this good type of akhlaq and this good type of interaction with any other person it is the success of that particular relationship I always say the success of any relationship, whether it be husband and wife, whether it be father and child, whether it be mother and child, whether it be you with your with your manager at work, whether it be whatever situation and a relationship you find yourself in is dependent on the akhlaq that you have between the two people. So be open to this type of consultation and discussion. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who always seek consultation and accept the advice of others. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Muhammad alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Sheikh, so quickly somebody wants to know, Jazakallah Sheikh for the beautiful nasikha, somebody wants to know um, how could they have contact with Sheikh um, and maybe address when um, and when Sheikh is available um, and possibly, you know, get in touch with Sheikh. It's, they said it's of utmost importance. <laughs> but like, uh, they will call our studio. Uh, okay, so maybe, uh, yeah, maybe yeah? they can get my number. I would leave At my reception. number here yeah, and okay. then they can get my number. Jazakallah. So there you have it. Any of our guests, um, including Sheikh uh, Qasim, if you'd like to get hold of Sheikh, uh, uh, please do contact our office, our number 021-442-3530. It is also uh, the the beautiful day of Yomul Jum- Jumah, Sheikh. Uh, Sheikh's got any um, yeah, There's quickly? one thing that I just want to mention. Uh, Alhamdulillah, uh, uh, I think by now already the matric results from matriculants across the Western Cape has been uh, released. So uh, we make dua that all the the matriculants have uh, good results that they Amen. have uh, received and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay. grant them all success in their lives and all success in the future. And uh, if there is of them that have been maybe disappointed today, that not to give up hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always make another way for them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turn to Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will assist you. And those who had good results, we congratulate you for your hard work Amen. and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the way forward for you and for everybody else 
successful. Amin, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Could Sheikh, uh, just, and I uh, echo that, inshallah. Could Sheikh just reiterate what surah um, this Nasihah was taken from, or was it from various sources? Uh, it's from some? various uh, okay. sources and various ayat in the Quran. I don't think we have time to okay. mention there the, we go. the source of all those. Uh, we can't help that, listener, but uh, Sheikh will try and leave as much details as uh, if yeah, one possible at reception. Yeah, and I yeah. can give them some references, inshallah. No problem, we'll leave that at reception. Mashallah, don't go fatwa shopping, be open, approach uh, Mashura and research. Respond to it with akhlaq and uh, inshallah let's use the example of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in every way that we do it as well. Jazakallah once again, shukr, um, all the best and salams to the family and uh, again uh, for the uh, sacrifice for today, mashallah. There we have it. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.